You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to the Faith Roots Podcast and Our whole purpose in all of this is help you to understand the importance of roots. Roots are the things that bring water into your spirit from another source. We have to be planted in something powerful, bigger than we are, and that is the Word of God. And through our faith, we draw the water up, and this is what gives us strength. You do not have a self-generating strength. You and I Uh, are like the moon. The moon gets its light from the sun. The moon sheds a lot of light, but it's a reflection of the sun. The sun is its own dynamo. That's a picture of God, and it's a picture of the Messiah, a picture of our relationship with us. And uh, so we're going to go to, I think, one of the most powerful psalms in all of the the book of 150, and it's Psalm 1. It's one of my favorites. And we'll start with verse 1, and we'll go to this. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Uh, Actually, that word man, or the, the article with man, the man, blessed is the man, really uh, probably could be stated, blessed is that man, mark that person. And uh, the Hebrew idea here is this is one person among a thousand, maybe even more rare than that. Not everybody is like this. This person is extremely rare, very, very exceptional. And the reason is not because of their own strength or their own abilities. It is because they have a connection with God through His Word. That's what makes us different. Now, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Three different classes of people here. And this is what we talked about uh, last week even when we talked about uh, the, the, the fingers, God's ways representing the five fingers, the, the ways, the stories, the statutes, the instructions, the fear of the Lord and then the judgments of the Lord. And we talked about the thumb being opposable, meaning that the thumb does its job not by being with the hand, trying to go grab a hammer handle with your thumb on the same plane as the others trying to do the same thing. It doesn't work. It's when you put your thumb in opposition to those other four fingers that your hand works the way that it's supposed to. It's an opposable thumb. The idea here is there are two, and that's what judgment is. Judgment is the ability to reject one thing and accept another. A lot of people think that walking with God is all about acceptance, acceptance only, but it is about accepting the right thing and rejecting the other at the same time. And a lot of people do not want to reject anything because they feel like that they're unloving and unkind if they reject anything. But we are to reject ideas. We're to reject behaviors. We don't reject people unless their ideas and behaviors 
become so uh, uh, devastating and, and hurtful that we have to separate from them in, in order to function the way we're supposed to. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Uh, the word ungodly is reshaim, and it's from the Hebrew word rasha, and it means unjust. And it means uh, that this person who is ungodly is the kind of person who renders to none his due. He's, un- he's unfair in all of his dealings. And really, uh, more um, uh, of the idea is uh, he's a person who commits, actually doesn't have the sins of commission as much as the sins of omission. He just doesn't do what he's supposed to do. And there's a lot of people that are like that. And they think because they're almost neutral that they don't do anything that they're not bad. But, But really... The Bible speaks about sin being something that we should do uh, that we don't do. And so the person who is ungodly is a person who is backing away from those things that are godly. It's not that he's just as openly evil as the next category, the sinner, but he just refuses to step up to the plate and to do the things that he should do. And that person becomes a party to the sin that goes on just because of his lack of action, and the Bible condemns it. That's what an ungodly person is. All right, we go to the next one. Uh, Nor stands in the way of sinners. A sinner here is the Hebrew word chataim. It means to miss the mark. It means to pass over the prohibited limits. This man not only does no good, but he does evil. So he's got two kinds of sins going on in his life. He's guilty of the first one, like the ungodly person. He fails to do what he should do. But on the other hand, he also is a border crosser. He goes over the lines. He crosses the prohibited lines. And this is what the sinner is. He's the person who is actively committing sins with no regard for borders. What a lot of people don't realize is that borders actually free us. They release us from uh, things that cause pain and hurt and suffering. And so in that sense, God's restrictions are actually freedoms. A lot of people can't see that. In their eyes, any kind of restriction is bondage. But good restrictions free you. They separate you from things that bring hurt. And any one of God's don'ts in the Scripture is always directed at a thing that will hurt you and cause you harm if you do it. That's why God puts the don'ts in the Scripture. And He knows what will hurt you. And unfortunately, a lot of those things that will hurt and harm you are things that look pretty. They are appealing That's the thing about temptation. If it wasn't appealing, it wouldn't be temptation. In fact, the Bible says that there is pleasure in sin for a season. The book of Hebrews, Moses rejected the pleasures of sin for a season. He knew that he could have great pleasures if he followed it, but he chose to reject the pleasures of sin. And because he knows it's not worth the consequence that you have to pay when you have to settle up. Finally, there is the third category. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. And I want you to think about the energy of this whole process. You have a person here starts out walking, then they're stopping and standing, and finally they're sitting. And what you see is this person is no longer gaining ground in life. 
They are now failing to move forward. They're not moving up, they're going down. They're moving from a standing to a seated position. So this person is actually digressing. And they have fallen into the seat of the critic. That's what the scornful person is. He's totally a critic. And some people are so much this way, they're critical of everything, they don't know how not to be critical. They, they are always passing judgment on everybody. They're skeptical of everything, and they forsake their own mercy. And the reason is because the one that could help them, they have become so adept at trying to see flaws. They see flaws even when they're not there, or if they do see real human failure, which is always in people who follow God. We do have failures. Now, I'm not uh, putting my seal of approval on hypocrisy, but if you follow anybody, doesn't matter who it is, other than the Lord Jesus Christ, there will be a failure. And it's because we're human beings. That's not the question. The question is, do you get back up after you commit the failure? Do you take responsibility for the failure? Do you get up? And the skeptic sees one failure, and that's it. I've written it all off. They're all no good. They're all uh, bad people. And, and what it happens is you... Um, you, 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 you wind up cutting off your ability to receive anything good. So we've got omission, then commission, and then finally derision. And that's what a scorner is. He derides other people. If you are going to walk with God, you're going to have to choose new friends. You can't hang out with these people. And by the way, they're really common. Uh, when the Bible says, blessed is that man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, it means that he's a minority. It means that he's not common. He's one among a thousand. That's the idea in the Hebrew. And so if we are going to walk with God, we've got to separate, and we're separating from a whole lot of people. Now, that doesn't mean that you crawl into a hole, put the lid over the top, and you have no dealings with anyone. It means that you remove yourself from the influence of people that are going to hurt you. So you cannot mix the counsel of the world the way that it thinks, the way that people of the world think. You can't mix that with the teachings of Jesus Christ and the ways of the Lord. They are cross-grained to each other. You have to realize that, that God's ways are totally opposite. In fact, uh, Isaiah 55 will quote this a lot on this podcast because it's such a pertinent scripture, for my ways are not your ways, saith the Lord. My ways are higher than your ways, meaning my ways are everything good good that your ways are, but they're higher besides. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So God says to us that if we're going to walk with him, we've got to break away from the world in this sense. It means that we do not allow its ways and thoughts to become our ways and thoughts. We may still engage people in the world. In fact, the Bible says we can't win them if we totally withdraw but we are not living by their philosophies. And that's the first thing. So here we have a negative in the very first Psalm. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand the way of sinners, nor sit in the sea of the scornful. And the idea here is, if you're going to walk with God, you got to realize there's choice to make. Uh, there's a judgment. There is an opposite. Uh, and judgment is the ability to choose between two conflicting things. 
And that's what he's calling our attention to. So this idea that Jesus loved everybody and loved the way that everybody thought, that's not so. He didn't. He loved everybody. He came to die for the world, even the people who crucified him. He prayed, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, but he certainly didn't believe in their ways. And that's what the godly person is all about. He doesn't believe in the ways of those people. Well, that's all the time we have for today, but we're going to get into this tomorrow, and we will definitely add some to your understanding of this, because this is a rich psalm, and I can't wait to get into the rest of it. Thanks. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people, so take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.